today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Peter Graff, political science professor, McMaster University. He is with us now. Peter, thanks for the time as always. Much appreciated. Good afternoon. So do you think this is going to uh, derail the campaign? How do you think this is going to be received from the voters, by the voters, rather? Well, I don't know how many voters are really surprised when all is said and done. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, what impact would it have? I think on most, uh, you know, uh, decided conservative voters, I think they've already priced in the fact that, uh, you know, Doug Ford is Doug Ford. Uh, They've had plenty of chance to see the Ford family when uh, Rob was uh, mayor, they saw Doug Ford run for mayor of Toronto. Uh, you know, they know the circus, they know the bluster, they know that behind it there's maybe not a whole lot, <laughs> but they uh, appreciate the policy. So I don't think they're going to move. I think there's two groups of voters that might move as a result of this. I mean, one would be uh, people who wanted to get rid of Kathleen Wynne and felt a bit more comfortable uh, parking their vote with the Conservatives and with the NDP. They may begin to ask themselves, well, uh, do I want four years of a circus? or, uh, you know, uh, and the sort of ongoing uh, drama around that, or do I not want that? And that might lead them to change their mind. I don't think that's a huge pool of voters. Uh, you know, the other voters that's maybe a bit larger would be uh, people who, at the end of the day, uh, might decide, uh, were deciding between supporting either the Green Party or the Liberal Party uh, out of a conscience or a desire to support those parties, and they're, they were sort of waffling between that and anyone but Ford. And so uh, in this situation, a kind of further question about uh, his ethics, further question about what kind of uh, carnival it might be for the next four years. It, it might push them out of their, you know, voting for the party that they like best to an anyone but Ford vote. But again, I, I don't see those as huge pools of voters, but they might make a few uh, differences at the margins. Uh, what about the timing of all of this? Are voters questioning that? Uh, they might be. I mean, it's not uh, it's not obvious that either the Liberals or the NDP uh, have, uh, you know, have Renata Ford as their puppet. <laughs> so in some ways, it may be more uh, a decision to bring this forward before Doug Ford is Premier of Ontario, rather than after, when it may be harder to uh, work this through the, the court system on her part. I mean, if anything, I think for the opposition parties, it would have been a lot more useful had this come out about a week ago, when they would have had more time to really craft uh, some of the lines of argument out of this. You know, I mean, what's the most damning thing that they could use in this campaign? Was it, uh, you know, stiffing the widow and her children? Uh, was it the failure of his business enterprise at uh, Deco Labels? Was it paying himself a high salary, even as his company was bleeding money? I mean, there's a lot of different ways that this could be framed up in terms of, uh, you know, trying to affect the conservative message. But with, you know, 36 hours before people start voting, uh, there's not a lot of opportunity to really develop a clear line to go and reach voters. Uh, would, you know, th- there was something on Twitter a while ago, uh, the, the other week, about Andrea Horbath's son. And, and, you know, my goodness, the outrage was, was incredible, as it should be. Is this just low-hanging fruit? I mean, everybody's got family issues. Is this the sort of thing we want to see dragged out on a, compa- a campaign? I mean, you know, even look what happened to Patrick Brown and, and you know, certainly the allegations that never really materialized into anything. So... Uh, I don't know. How do we digest this stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think people actually are probably smarter than we think in doing this. I mean, I I remember when Jean Chrétien had his son who had all sorts of troubles with the legal system. I mean, people sort of understood uh, what that was about. I think similarly in this, there's, you know, some skepticism. There's a desire not to be too drawn into it. But in other ways, you know, to the extent that candidates do present themselves in particular ways, we uh, we do use it a bit to get a sense of what's going on. 
I mean, it's one thing to have, you know, kids who get into trouble or kids who, you know, are doing particular things in their lives. And we, we recognize that uh, parents don't control their kids. Uh, when people do have fiduciary duties and wills and so on to look after assets, and, uh, you know, that's a bit more directly on them and less on their family. And it does tell us perhaps a bit more of their character. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.